Show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including the NBA versus China, an international incident. Did you know that in the last 24 hours, two separate events scheduled with NBA teams have been canceled by the Chinese government? Did you know that two preseason NBA games were supposed to be televised there? But now, because of the Daryl Morey tweet in support of Hong Kong protesters, he deleted the tweet. He apologized. Adam Silver apologized for offending some in China, but said he also defended Daryl Morey's right to freedom of expression. That has a pretty strong and deep tradition here in the United States. Not so much in China. Did you know that Chinese officials reacted to that statement by Adam Silver by saying in part, we're strongly dissatisfied and oppose Adam Silver's claim to support Daryl Morey's right of freedom of expression. Wow, that's not just a slightly different way of looking at freedoms individually or otherwise. That's not a slightly different way of looking at the importance of individuals having the right to express themselves freely. It is close to 180 degrees the other way. This is not as much a shades of gray type of situation. We have a lot of NFL on our hands today. We have a lot of college football. App State gets a national TV window. One of the best teams in the Sun Belt Conference virtually every year since making that leap. Louisiana of that league is the opponent. The Mountaineers of Eli Drinkwitz are on the road. Remember Remember, they beat the Tar Heels, but that doesn't help you win the Sun Belt Championship. They're back in conference play. That is a big game for that first-year head coach, Eli Drinkwitz, and the Mountaineers on national TV. The Wolfpack hosts Syracuse tomorrow, Thursday night football style. We were just in Charlotte with all of the ACC's basketball coaches and 30 of their better players. We have college basketball leftovers today, including with some of our guests. We have Charles Davis from the NFL on Fox on the Panthers' trip to London, on the 5-0 New England Patriots, on the 4-0 San Francisco 49ers, on the Panthers' chance at getting revenge against the resurgent Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Remember to set your alarm clocks for Sunday morning because if you regularly watch your Carolina Panthers, this is a little bit of a different animal. 9.30 a.m. Sunday will be your Panthers-Buccaneers matchup. Of course, it is never that way when the game is either in Tampa, Florida or Charlotte, North Carolina. CD will join us in hour number two. Kevin Keats of the NC State Wolfpack will also join us next hour. He was one of the few that we did not catch up with in Charlotte. So we brought you three Hall of Famers. Mike Krzyzewski, Roy Williams, Jim Beheim of Syracuse. All of those interviews, of course, if you missed them yesterday, are at accsports.com. I think we got a quality 20 minutes with Coach K on a wide variety of things, of course, his Blue Devils included, but also name, image, likeness, issues, the hot topic of the college basketball and college sports world right now, and other things in his world. Beyond Basketball is the name of his radio show. We went way beyond basketball with Mike Krzyzewski 
Kowalski as our guest yesterday. Jim Beheim and I had a lot of fun. Tony Bennett, yet another national championship coach, was with us. Chris Mack of Louisville, who's one of the preseason favorites. Mike Bray of Notre Dame, my dark horse this year. Brad Brownell of Clemson dropped by. Jim Laranega of Miami dropped by. We got eight to you yesterday in a single live program. That's an all-time record, I think for the DG show and maybe everybody else. We will have three more coaches today. Kevin Keats is going to actually join us live by phone. Now that he's back in Raleigh, we're back in Raleigh. We saw him yesterday, and he sat down with us several times, but a phone call just worked out better for both parties, so we appreciate Coach Keats squeezing us in before Wolfpack practice today. He, of course, made the NCAA tournament in year one with the pack, missed it last year, came close but missed it. I think he has another NCAA tournament team on his hands. We'll talk him to with him about life sports basketball and his Wolfpack. Danny Manning of Wake Forest is a guy who wants to get back to the NCAA tournament. He was on the hot seat in the eyes of many, but remember he kept his job this past spring. He has three veteran guards that give him a chance to climb the ACC ladder. We spoke with Coach Manning yesterday, so we'll bring that to you in hour number three. Jeff Capel is a local guy as well. He's now the Pitt Panthers head coach. But, of course, a former Duke player, longtime right-hand man to Mike Krzyzewski as an assistant coach with the Blue Devils. Kevin Keats, Danny Manning, Jeff Capel will help us extend our ACC Operation Basketball theme into today as we celebrate the Panthers' trip to London, the App State spotlight on national TV, and a little bit on the NBA, Major League Baseball's postseason, and other things with your help at 1-800-849-2761. So we have... Four guests on today's program. That leaves less time for your phone calls. But certainly if you want to jump in on the hot-button issue in college sports, name, image, likeness, what's fair, what's too far, you all know my feeling. A better approach than, and you can disagree with me, and that's all good. I'll certainly respect intelligent opinions that disagree with mine. I'm a much bigger fan of, this is the what, I'm a much bigger fan of, a versus B, with B being, this is the way it is, and if you don't like it, don't play college sports. I'm not as much a fan of that. It's a little bit like, this is the way America is, and if you don't agree with my vision of this country, well, why don't you just go somewhere else? There's too much of that ignorance. You know, why don't we just send, you know, the SOBs to another country? as was said by a high-ranking official of NFL players not too, too long ago. There's a smarter, better way than that, and it is. Let's look at the system and see if we can make it more fair, right? Don't just say, love it or leave it. Those who say that tend to like it how it is and tend to be dismissive and often ignorant toward those who might want it to be different, better in their eyes. There's a better way than simply saying, love it or leave it to college athletes as well. What is the more fair system? If you don't like their proposal, tell us why. If you do like their proposal, name, image, likeness, third parties giving money and other things of value to these college athletes without jeopardizing their eligibility. That's the proposal. That's the California law. There are plenty of variations. Much better than love it or leave it. It is what it is. I think the smarter approach is always, is there a better way? Not love it or leave it. Is there a better way? We'll take your thoughts as I offer mine during the course of today's program. Anybody who wants in on the NBA China stuff, I would put it this way. The question, how should the NBA handle this international incident with China? I mean, I've seen criticism of Adam Silver for apologizing. 
to China for their being offended by Daryl Morey's tweet. I've seen praise of Adam Silver for defending our American view of the importance of freedom of expression. So maybe you liked some of what he said, didn't like some of what he said, whatever. He had to follow up his original statement. You can jump in on that. I've seen other criticism of the NBA at large or Steve Kerr, the coach of the Warriors, or Greg Popovich, the coach of the Spurs, and Team USA. How should the NBA or those folks handle this international incident with China? Are you suggestion, suggesting that they should just stop doing business there entirely? Are you saying that they would should never apologize for anything, even offending one of their business partners? That doesn't mean you're saying you're wrong. That just means you're sorry that they're offended. You can chime in on that. I think there's some unfair criticism in some cases and some fair criticism in others. You can chime in at 1-800-849-2761. So four great guests, Danny Manning of Wake Forest, Jeff Capel of the Pitt Panthers via Duke, Kevin Keats of the NC State Wolfpack, and Charles Davis of the NFL on Fox. The first of those guests is at the top of our number two, we'll talk about App State's national championship or national TV window tonight. We'll talk about the Giants at the Patriots and other NFL action. That's the first game of the NFL weekend tomorrow night on the NFL Network. We have three do-or-die games on tap in Major League Baseball. You all know the two most popular teams in our state, according to polls and Facebook likes and all sorts of other things, some scientific, some not so much. But the most popular Major League Baseball team in North Carolina is the Atlanta Braves. And the Braves have worked their way into an elimination game. These ALDS series and NLDS series are best of five. And guess what? We're getting a game five in three of the four cases. So you get Braves Cardinals in Atlanta. Loser leaves town matches how the wrestling folks used to do it. Well, the loser's season ends in Major League Baseball today. Either the Cardinals or Braves will go home. The other will advance to the NLCS. Similarly, the Nationals and the Dodgers face that do-or-die scenario. It is L.A. in L.A. tonight. Loser is into golf season, and it's off season. The, the winner advances to face the Cardinals-Braves winner. Remember, the other most popular team in the state of North Carolina, at least in the MLB ranks, is the New York Yankees. Those Yankees are the only example of a team already moving on to the Final Four. The Rays and the Astros also will need a Game 5, given what happened last night. So we'll see the two NLDS come to an end tonight. The ALDS winner tomorrow will face the Yankees in the final four to steal a college basketball phrase. One quick reminder as we welcome your calls, how should the NBA handle this international incident with China? Do you just want to pull the plug entirely? Are you really mad that they're social justice warriors at home in the United States, where they live, where they were born, where they get to vote, and they're not doing enough in your eyes in a country halfway around the world? Are you seeing that as an exact perfect parallel or are you seeing a double standard there your questions and comments are welcome at 1-800-849-2761 all sorts of opinions on name image likeness and what college athletes should in air quotes get as the amateurism definition has evolved as what athletes are getting is actually much better today than even what it was five years ago but they're not enjoying the free market clearly the way coaches are enjoying the free market for example as in ACC cases, seven-figure 
salary recipients all over the Atlantic Coast Conference. Quick reminder, as we are back from Charlotte, Summit Hospitality is the official residence of the David Glenn Show. Did you know if you visit summithospitality.com, you will find their hotels in Charlotte. We stayed at the residence in Uptown and had a blast. We always do. Right there between Bank of America Stadium and where the Charlotte Knights play their baseball games. Hotels in Charlotte, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, Wilmington, Winston-Salem, and Pinehurst. As we travel the state, we like choosing Summit Hospitality. You can do the same and find more about their hotels, restaurants, and properties by visiting summithospitality.com. 1-800-849-2761. The NBA versus China. You won't believe the update to the update, man. The Chinese government is freaking out on the NBA. More of those details on the other side. Coaches all day long. Charles Davis on the NFL. A sprinkling of Major League Baseball. We have Hurricanes tickets to give away. We have NHRA tickets to give away. If you want to see the National Hot Rod Association Carolina Nationals this week, Weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway or right next to it, Z-Max Dragway in Charlotte. Today could be your day if you want to see the red-hot Carolina Hurricanes. 4-0 after slaughtering the Florida Panthers last night. We have tickets to these home games on Friday and Saturday night. I will be in my on-the-glass seats this Friday night, so I hope to see you at PNC Arena or send you there on our other tickets either this Friday or this Saturday. More on how you can win tickets on today's edition of the David Glenn Show when we return on the other side. Intern Will will be the first voice you hear when you dial 1-800-849-2761. Charles Hadley is in for Darren Vaught. My hardworking producer will be hosting on the Sports Hub Triad, our affiliates in the triad part of our statewide audience. Darren Vaught will be in for Josh Graham, hosting from 3 to 7. So Charles is kindly taking over Darren's duties on our program today as Darren will take over in the triad at the conclusion of our program. 1-800-849-2761 is how you can join us. All four guests are later. Kevin Keats, Danny Manning, Charles Davis, and Jeff Capel of the Pitt Panthers via the Duke Blue Devils. That's what we have on tap. We hope you're a part of it. We thank you for listening today, and we hope you'll contribute. 1-800-849-2761, next on the David Glenn Show. I don't want those damn Dukies rooting for us. They've hated all year long. Let them go right on hate. If the situation were reversed, I would hope they would lose by 100. You're in fantasy land if you ever think NC State's going to make it back to the national championship game. So just forget that right now. Go to hell, Carolina. Go to hell. Keeping the peace in NC on the David Glenn Show. <laughs> It's a really bizarre international story, and a lot of us are, you know, don't know what to make of it. I'm just trying to learn. You know, my brother-in-law is actually a Chinese history professor, and I emailed him today to tell me what I should be learning about all this and what's happening. So I'm trying to learn just like everybody else. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. That was a little Steve Kerr on the NBA-China international incident. Question of the day for you. How should he or Greg Popovich or some of you are mad at James Harden for caving in and saying, we love China. In some cases, there have been apologies. Adam Silver, the commissioner, the NBA, threw a statement earlier this week. How should the NBA or any of these individuals, if you are mad at them, 
How should they handle this international incident with China? For those who are relatively new to it, as we welcome your calls and look forward to four great guests, Charles Davis on the NFL to start hour two, Kevin Keats from NC State midway through hour number two, Danny Manning of Wake Forest third hour, Jeff Capel of Pitt via the Duke Blue Devils also third hour. We caught up with Manning and Capel yesterday in Charlotte. We're catching up with Charles and Kevin Keats today. Your phone calls invited now on the college basketball leftovers from yesterday, on the Panthers trip to London to take on Tampa, on college football that includes spotlight games for App State tonight, NC State tomorrow night, 1-800-849-2761. How should Adam Silver or Steve Kerr or James Harden or Greg Popovich, what are they not doing right in your eyes, as I've seen a lot of them taking a lot of abuse over the last couple of days, and in the NBA's case, they kind of had to revisit their original statement where Adam Silver had tilted toward the we're a we apologize for offending you side of things, trying to make nice with the second largest audience and market for the National Basketball Association, of course, beyond the North American market, 1-800-849-2761. If you didn't know, the controversy started with a tweet from Daryl Morey, the general manager of the Houston Rockets. He was aware of what was going on in Hong Kong with the protests, and he tweeted, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. For those who don't know, China has a policy it describes as one country, two systems. Mainland China is, by our standards, very oppressive. They decide what Chinese citizens are allowed to see. They, they over-regulate, compared to what we do, many aspects of day-to-day -day life, business, freedom, and otherwise. Hong Kong is much more Americanized, if you will. Now, it's attached virtually to China, but the one country, two systems label reflects the fact that mainland China does a lot of things one way, and Hong Kong, tiny area in comp comparison, you know, acreage-wise, does things an entirely different way, and yet they're one country. And they're incredibly super sensitive about outsiders chiming in on any aspect of the relationship between China and Hong Kong, especially as these protests have been going on. So Daryl Morey offers his tweet. Within hours, he deleted his tweet and then apologized for it. And there was a firestorm. The after effects just in the last 24 hours have included two events being canceled by the Chinese government, two preseason games that were originally scheduled to be on state-run television no longer will be broadcast on state-run television. The, the NBA folks are in Japan. Adam Silver's statements over the last 48 hours have mostly come from there. They're in China now for these long-ago scheduled preseason games. You have some businesses that have already pulled specifically Houston Rockets merchandise, although not all Rockets, all not, not all NBA merchandise. And underlining how intense this back and forth has been, Yao Ming, the greatest Chinese basketball player ever in the NBA, he now runs or helps run the Chinese Basketball Association, their domestic league over there. He's, an, he's a pro basketball Hall of Famer, remember. Yao Ming was described by Adam Silver as, quote, extremely hot over the dispute. So you might think Yao Ming might be a, a peacekeeper, an intermediary, not so much. He was born and raised in China. He's well aware of one country, two systems. 
and he doesn't see it the NBA's way. So there's one potential inter intermediary out the window. Meanwhile, many Americans have gone after Adam Silver or Steve Kerr or Greg Popovich or even the NBA players, including James Harden, who in some cases, not all, do make money in China. The NBA certainly makes money in China. And y'all know what the fundamental argument among the critics was. Y'all are choosing the almighty dollar over human rights by kowtowing to China, by apologizing to China. I don't think that in the end that's what Adam Silver did. But that's at least how the argument went. And similarly with James Harden and these players, not so much the coaches. I don't think Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr, again, under attack in ways that sometimes I find unfair, even to the degree of some lazy, ignorant cheap shots from Americans going after fellow Americans for not doing enough toward human rights in China. I ask some of the critics of Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich, what have you done at home? that compares to Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr sticking their necks out in support of their views against racism or, in Steve Kerr's case, because his dad was killed by gunfire, a gun control issue. You might disagree with him, but he's educated. He's outspoken in a way that jeopardizes his reputation. Who needs that segment of America coming at you with, like, a fire-breathing dragon all the time? So he educates himself. He does speak out the way many of his critics won't speak out because they're afraid to. So Kerr does speak out about a lot of domestic issues. You might disagree him with him again, but is it a perfect parallel? Is it a fair comparison to say if Steve Kerr or Greg Popovich are so outspoken at home, they should be just as outspoken in China? I don't see it that way. I think that's a false equivalent, and lazy, ignorant, cheap shot artists are infamous for false equivalents. I don't know of many examples sincerely in the history of the world of people who are as adamant about human rights issues in a country halfway around the world as they are at home. Now, I'll tell you this. As a business owner myself, the guy who created the ACC Sports Journal and accsports.com 25 years ago, I had customers in China. Now, of course, we're talking about pennies compared to millions, but it never struck me that I was profiting by having China as part of my audience. And again, I know this is not apples to apples. They're talking about billions of dollars. The NBA's relationship with China is worth billions of dollars. My relationship with China as a business owner would have been worth like thousands of dollars. But it never struck me, in all sincerity, no, you cannot subscribe to my magazine. No, you cannot buy a password-protected subscription to accsports.com. Because I should never take money from anybody living in a country that, of course, I find despicable in many ways, including the human rights abuses that I've known about since I was in law school and I've even spoken about in the sports radio context. Who didn't think China deserved to host the Olympics? Who shared those thoughts publicly? I got plenty of backlash for that. But as a business owner, I never thought, well, should I turn down thousands of dollars of revenue to make some broader statement about how I don't like China's approach to human rights? I wouldn't do that. I, I, would, I didn't feel like I was, I was making a, an anti-human rights stance by taking money from the citizens of China. I, I just didn't equate those two things. It does get more complicated when you have a multi-billion dollar relationship. Again, we all agree with that, I think. But... 
where do you draw that line? Is is your request of Adam Silver in the NBA to stop doing business entirely with China? In other words, is that getting you closer to your goals? Is the NBA really being a double standard league by being a social justice warrior at home where it's born, where it was raised, where it pays taxes, where it gets to vote, where it gets to lobby Congress and everybody else? Is it a double standard or is it simply the reality? All corporate citizens and almost all human beings are more active at home than they are on the road or halfway across the world. Is the NBA being a bad corporate citizen by showcasing its product in a country with oppressed people? Is that an automatic double standard for you? Or if you owned a multi-billion dollar country, could you see offering your product even in places where you don't agree with how they do things domestically? I don't see the same double standard that many of you see. I don't see it as an either-or, grab-the-almighty-dollar at the expense of human rights. If I'm the NBA and that's my product, and I can add enjoyment to the lives of otherwise oppressed Chinese citizens by striking deals to have my games on TV, or if they like our shoes here in America, by striking deals, James Harden and otherwise, to have my shoes carried in the Chinese market— Is that a double standard or is that accepting reality, knowing that the limits of your two cents are severely limited overseas and your own two cents you can share to whatever degree you want with your vote, with your money, with your shoes, with your basketball? I think there's a lot of false equivalents being drawn by those going after Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, NBA players, and Adam Silver the hardest. You can chime in, agree or disagree at 1-800-849-2761. If you haven't seen Adam Silver's comments, it took him a while to land where I think was the right place to land. On Tuesday, yesterday, he wrote this in a statement. It is inevitable that people around the world, including from America and China, will have different viewpoints over different issues. It is not the role of the NBA to adjudicate those differences. All right, he has me so far. However, the NBA will not put itself in a position of regulating what the NBA's own players, employees, and team owners say or will not say on these issues. I'm still with Adam Silver on that. And he finished that statement by saying we simply could not operate that way. Showcasing the extremely different points of view between how we do things generally when it comes to freedom of expression in the United States versus how they do things generally in mainland China when it comes to that same very important freedom, freedom of expression. This, you have to see these, this language to understand how night and day different it is here and there. The broadcaster that canceled the scheduled preseason games or their broadcast of those games, the games are still being played, but CCTV put out a statement on its official social media account saying that we are strongly dissatisfied and we oppose Adam Silver's claim to support Maury's right to freedom of expression. We believe that any remarks that challenge national sovereignty and social stability are not within the scope of freedom of speech. For those who don't know, if you're a professor at a Chinese university and you say the wrong thing, all they need to feel is that you're messing with social stability. 
most Americans have opinions that mess with social stability every day. I mean, that's how routine it is here, right? You have a passionate opinion, and you share it routinely without the expectation that you might be grabbed on your way home from work, thrown in prison for your family, friends, and colleagues, perhaps never to see you again, or perhaps not to see you for a long time. That is not extremely unusual in China. It cannot happen and does not happen anything like that way in the United States of America. Listen to that statement from China. We're strongly dissatisfied and oppose Adam Silver's claim to support Maury's right to freedom of expression. You never hear that in the United States of America. We oppose the right to freedom of expression? I mean, there are carved out exceptions to that. I happen to have in my expertise as a guy who practiced law for 17 years a deep understanding of the United States Constitution and how the First Amendment works. It does not allow all communication and all expression in all contexts at all times. It doesn't. Sounds like it does. Congress shall make no law, right? That sounds pretty broad. Well, generally speaking in the United States, yeah, the First Amendment's going to protect you in a lot of environments. There are other cases, though, where it can get you into trouble. You know, your own employer, if it's a private employer, can sometimes fire you, and the First Amendment is not going to save you. In some other contexts, you know, the government is coming down on you for your freedom of, of speech, your expression. Yes, you have a lot more protection from our Constitution, our First Amendment. There's nothing within a thousand miles of the First Amendment in mainland China. Again, Hong Kong is different, hence the phrase, one country, two systems. Yao Ming failing to be an intermediary says a lot about the width of this gap. Joseph Tsai... NBA owner of Asian descent failing to be an intermediary, taking, the, taking China's side over the NBA on this shows the Grand Canyon side width of this disagreement. Is the NBA really being double standard if it stays in the market, defends its own employees' freedom of expression, but continues to collect billions of dollars from the Chinese market? What do you want to see them do? You can't invade the country and tell them how to handle their own citizens, right? So what do you do? Are you asking them to stop doing business there entirely? Are you saying nobody should ever apologize to anybody for anything involving human rights? Adam Silver basically said, we apologize for offending you, our business partner. But Adam Silver also said, we're not telling our fellow Americans to be quiet about even a matter like this, even if it upsets you. We're sorry that it upsets you. But we're still, we value freedom so much that you might be hearing more of it, although I'm sure at this point all NBA employees are on alert that perhaps they should be careful about every tweet they send and every word they say about the NBA and its relationship with China. How should the NBA or Greg Popovich or Steve Kerr or Adam Silver or James Harden, what should they be doing differently? There's a lot of outrage out there. Some of it with a double standard, some of it failing the fairness test as I see it. But it is an all-out Grand Canyon-sized disagreement, and there is not a lot of middle ground. So do you pull up stakes and say we're going to just never have a presence again in this, our second largest market? Is that what you would do? If you owned a widget company and the second most widgets you sold anywhere in the world were in China, and you learned about human rights abuses. Would you stop selling widgets to China, even if it 
took a big chunk out of your company? Are you going to serve your shareholders by saying, we can't solve all of the world's problems, and we're not going to contribute to those problems in China, but we're also not going to stop selling them widgets either. The NBA is not stopping selling them basketball widgets, if you will. You may feel differently. You can chime in. I will listen. I will respond. 1-800-849-2761. More on the college football weekend that awaits us. More on the NFL weekend that begins tomorrow night with Daniel Jones, formerly of Duke, now with the New York Giants, trying to continue an interesting rookie season, but with a visit to the New England Patriots, who are playing the best defense in the entire NFL. The Panthers are headed to London to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They lost to Tampa earlier this season. Can they get revenge? against the resurgent bucks of Bruce Arians. We'll talk about that. App State at Louisiana tonight on national TV. In college football, Syracuse at NC State tomorrow night on national TV. We have tickets to give away. The Carolina Hurricanes have the best record in all of hockey. Six baseball teams will be playing a do-or-die game either today or tomorrow. A little bit later, it's an all-NL evening with the Cardinals at the Braves in a Game 5 winner-take-all and the Nationals at the Dodgers later tonight in another Game 5 winner-take-all. They, The winners, of course, move on to the best-of-seven NLCS later this week. 1-800-849-2761. Charles Davis from the NFL on Fox on all things pro football in about 20 minutes. Kevin Keats of the Wolfpack, Danny Manning of Wake Forest, Jeff Capel of the Pitt Panthers via Duke also later. We'll give away some Canes tickets. We'll give away some NHRA tickets. If you want to head to ZMAX Dragway this weekend, hang in there. We have three four-packs. Each four-pack is also a four-pack of pit passes if you want to see the NHRA Carolina Nationals this Saturday at ZMAX Dragway next to Charlotte Motor Speedway. 1-800-849-2761. Questions, comments, complaints are all welcome next on the David Glenn Show. The great difference between sport and capital E Entertainment and capital S Sport is that we don't know the outcome. And that feeling of uncertainty, positively or negatively, is unique. We are quoting Bob Ryan the way I would quote, you know, Aristotle or Confucius. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to The David Glenn Show. 1-800-849-2761 quick twitter response haskell asks why do you keep calling china oppressed they're the second largest economy in the world i think your analogy of going to prison over free speech is grossly exaggerating chinese culture haskell you got to read up bro you got to educate yourself think about it this way you take a lot of american freedoms for granted man I'm ready to go toe-to-toe -to -toe for this if you want. I will end up embarrassing your ignorance on this subject, I can promise you. If Think about it this way. As we welcome your calls, 1-800-849-2761. If your government gets to decide what you are allowed or not allowed to see on the Internet, and I don't mean like extreme stuff. I mean in the routine day-to-day -day matter of just calling up the Internet. They decide for you what you can and cannot see. That's a pretty darn good definition of oppression. And if you don't believe that university professors who challenge the political status quo there as the NBA versus China continues in today's headlines, you don't understand the definition of the word oppression. There are no similar examples in modern American history of a professor 
simply having a different opinion about freedom or governmental structure, going to prison for explaining that opinion publicly. In our country, that does not happen, period. It has happened repeatedly there. If that's not one of the good definitions of oppression, I don't know what is. Maybe you are taking for granted. Maybe your favorite news channel doesn't understand what oppression is or doesn't value the freedoms that we have in the United States of America. We can go years without talking about China. We're a sports show, right? But when they were one of the candidates to host the Olympics, and one of the objections was for this crown jewel every four years, one of the biggest international, wait for it, sporting events in the history of the world, when there's a debate whether China is a worthy host, yes, we're going to talk about it in sports radio. And I'm not going to apologize for talking about it in sports radio. Have you ever heard of the NBA? That is also not only a sports league, it is one of the most prominent sports leagues in the world. So when the NBA overlaps with China, when China overlaps with the Olympics, it becomes a sports story. That doesn't mean you have to like it. Every single day we pick topics and avoid other topics. This is just a different version of that. You don't have to like that we're talking about the NBA in China. You don't have to like that we talked about the Olympics in China. But I am not going to abandon my personal expertise as a lawyer and a guy who practiced on some of these topics related to the Constitution or freedom of expression or in other contexts. You know, we see it all the time, collective bargaining agreements, et cetera. In some of these cases, the sports world overlaps with the political world. It's, it's one of the reasons we've become the biggest sports radio show in the history of North Carolina. If everybody hated it, we wouldn't be in year 33 of expansion mode. I have unique expertise to share compared to most in sports radio, and there are plenty of others who do other things better than I. I'm not exaggerating. There is nobody who knows this stuff as well or better than I do in the sports radio context, and I'm not going to apologize for it. And when your politicians were lying to you about what HB2 was, and some saw that as a political issue, and it is, but we also started losing sporting events. Like, really, I'm supposed to put my ostrich head in the sand and say, hey, some people get upset when sports and politics overlap. So I don't know, man. Maybe I shouldn't talk about this HB2 things. Although your politicians are lying to you, I explained how they were lying to you. I outlined it with perfection, what the law was, what the law wasn't, what it was doing, what it wasn't doing. How are the other 49 states without this law doing is it just mass murder everywhere because they don't have HB2 protecting your girls in their bathrooms? No, there was so much fear-mongering and so much misinformation. And I even challenged some of these people to debates. And you know what? They were afraid because they got their tails kicked, because they were lying to you and scaring you in an attempt to get your vote. And frankly, I don't give a rat's behind whether you vote for me or not. I am not going to play that game where I'm trying to scare you to get your vote. I'm not going to play the game where I mislead you on purpose to get your vote. It is one of the poisons of modern American society that people do that. And the gullible and ignorant among us fall for the con artists over and over and over. So I have expertise on HB2 where I can showcase in some contexts how the Democrats and the Republicans were both lying to you in different ways, and I'm supposed to just go to work today and say, oh, yeah, we lost the NBA All-Star game, and I just can't figure out why. Oh, we lost the ACC football title game, but we're not allowed to talk about it because we're supposed to stick to sports. 
B freaking S. I will be fired before I change my approach to that thing. I am glad that politics and sports do not overlap any more often than they already do. But the idea that I'm not going to share my expertise on something like HB2 or Confederate flag issues or the NBA versus China, it ain't changing. I mean, I'm 33 years in. The beach house is already paid for. I can retire tomorrow if I want to. I'm not changing. This is the way I'm going to do it for better and for worse. Chris and Clayton, you're next on the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Hey, Chris, what's going on? Doing, David. Doing great, man. What's up? Um, I just I just wanted to really thank you for number one talking about things that are bigger than sports. Um, I'm glad I, enough people appreciate it that we remain in expansion mode because man, the haters gonna hate. Hey, exactly. So we might as well keep speaking. Yeah. Can't shut us all up. Um, I really wanted to to get your your opinion when 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 we talk about things that are bigger than sports. One of the things I love about America is that we we fight for those who can't who can't fight for themselves. True. Because like you spoke earlier, there, there's not a whole lot that their people can do when they disagree with them. Um, but when it comes to this, this, this point, Adam Silver really has a chance here to realize, hey, is this money worth um, more than the things that we're, that we're talking about here in the United States? You know, when, when is it going to be enough for us to stop painting a blind eye and, and, and just kind of brushing it off like, hey, you know, I can't really help it today. You know, when is it going to be enough for, for it to be important enough to us to just Say, hey, we don't, we don't, we don't want to support you guys, and we don't want your money if you guys aren't going to listen to what we have. To hey, that's a good question, and I talked a little bit earlier about the upside and downside to that. You just want to prevent the good citizens of China, with whom we have no beef, from enjoying the NBA product. To make that philosophical stand, more on that after this. You like college football? It's Taj Boyd. Taj, how are you? Welcome I'm to good. the show. Dave, man, I appreciate you having me on the show. I'm excited to be here, man. I'm excited for the question that you're going to ask. Mark Richt of Georgia, please stop taking our best high school football players, but otherwise, thank you for the visit. Last thing for Virginia Tech coach Frank Beamer. So do we. The David Glenn Show. Thanks, David. Appreciate it a lot. You got it. The NFL continues to expand its international footprint, and this time the Panthers are a part of it. We'll talk Patriots, too, with Charles Davis of Fox next. UNC coach Roy Williams is joining us. You are uncomfortable with your name in the same sentence as Dean Smith. I know that I will never be as good as he was in, in any way. And yet when I hear people say those things, yeah, those things are pretty neat. I, but I try to make sure that's about as far as I go. Keep it here on the David Glenn Show.